You're listening to News 9 Live podcast. I'm Neha. The debate dominating social media for the past few days has been the center's recent decision to bring payments made through international credit cards under 20% tax collected at source. Now after facing flack, the center clarified and said that transactions up to 7 lakhs annually will not be charged under TCS. Let's delve deep into it. Joining me is my colleague Ishan Mittal who covers business and finance on today's podcast. Hi Ishan, thanks for being here. Thanks Neha. Ishan, tell us why was this even brought up earlier and why has it been withdrawn? Was it needed in the first place? The tax collected at source uh, was introduced around 2017 for the first time. Before that, under the liberalized remittance scheme, Indian citizens were allowed uh, starting from 2004 to send abroad roughly dollar 250000 per person there was no limit on how many people could send abroad the money but it was 250000 per dollars per person and uh, this tcs was introduced in uh, 2017 uh, the charge initially was 5% in the budget 2023 speech Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman announced that this would be raised to 20%. At the same time, she also suggested that the RBI look into TCS on credit card-based payments abroad. So basically, remittance is sending money abroad in any form, and now the government is looking at all forms of remittance, all all modes from which money can be sent abroad. and they are being taxed as far as uh, the propriety of it is concerned it leads to a lot of doubling because people have to pay it pay the tax at source while making a purchase and then if it is in excess of the tax they are required to pay under their uh, salary slab then they have to reclaim it while filing their tax return so it's a lot of paperwork uh, the propriety of it is open to debate but the fact is that the government is trying to regularize and monitor all forms of payment abroad all right well ishan for the benefit of our listeners do tell us what is tcs tcs is basically tax collected at source source being the 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 terminal let's say when you swipe your credit card it's the credit card terminal when you pay using your qr code it's the qr code at the vendor so basically whoever is receiving the money from you for any good or service that you have purchased is the source and they collect the tax on behalf of the government and they have to have a certain account with the government in which that tax is remitted so let's say you've uh, made a transaction abroad of up to 1 lakh rupees uh a 20% tax will be charged on that by the seller of that service and immediately 20000 will be sent to the government's coffers and right. later on you can of course reclaim it so what are the exemptions under tcs there are no real exemptions under tcs everything every, all kinds of money that is sent abroad will be taxed but it is there is a range that has been assigned you know from 0.5% to 20% and the taxation if you see is very need based so if you are a student based abroad 
education abroad is not cheap you will secure a loan for it if you are paying if you are sending money abroad in the form of loan that you have secured for your education then it will be charged a lesser amount if your parents send money to you as an education to meet your expenses personal expenses it will be charged a slightly higher amount that is around 5% then if it is let's say your investment in stocks your investment in property your investment for any other purposes let's say overseas tour packages were mentioned by finance minister sitaraman that will be charged at 20% tcs but at the same time as we mentioned at the start of this conversation that a 7 lakh cap has been put there has been a minimum 7 lakh cap that has been introduced or reemphasized rather by the finance ministry if you make transactions send money abroad in any form in up to rupees 7 lakh in a year it will not be taxed any amount about rupees 7 lakh will be taxed in the form of tax collected at source based on the use for which that money of that money sent abroad basically the utility of that money decides the tax slab okay all right what are the broader implications the broader implications it leads to a lot of paperwork now let's say that dollar 250000 is a sizable sum of course india is earning more they are traveling more etc so a lot of these people who are traveling abroad sending money abroad to their relatives they are high net worth individuals so it leads to a lot of cumbersome paperwork at their end second thing is that you pay this tax once now if under your tax lab you have been taxed in excess under tcs so you will have to apply for a tax return so you you will be charged twice first tax twice first then you will get the excess money that has been deducted in the form of tcs back so it's a lot of back and forth that happens so course. it's unnecessary is what you're saying it's not unnecessary it's it also has its purposes because the government wants to boost its forex reserves and these are testing times the economy is you know going through a phase tighter financial conditions having forex reserves helps but uh, uh, this betrays a kind of you know it harks back to a more uh, to tighter times when you know there were a lot of regulations there were a lot of paperwork what people used to call red tape unnecessarily you know consumption basically and spending was seen as a sin back back in the olden days it's not sinful today but this kind of act betrays that kind of feeling for the consumer all right yeah. finally ishan do tell us what is lrs lrs is the liberalized remittance scheme in 2004 when the indian uh, several years after the indian economy had been liberalized and the government and the past that be must have realized that indians will go abroad they will spend abroad they will send money abroad they live abroad but the connections will always stay and of course money will be a big factor in you know these relationships and these movements so they introduced this scheme and it allows up to dollar 250000 per person to be sent abroad now it does not Uh, lay any other kind of cap in terms of what age you are what's your gender nothing of the sort you can send money abroad if you have it you will do it through uh, channels that are specified by the government such as bank 
you go to the bank you fill out a form and uh, you state the purpose of that everything is smooth in that sense and uh, another thing that comes to mind is that recently earlier this year uh, a lot of uh, tax notices were sent out in the name of minors now that created a lot of uh, you know a lot of curiosity that why are minors being sent tax notices so it was discovered that since there is no cap and no regulation a lot of parents to avail of this scheme sent money abroad in the name of their children there's nothing wrong with it but then the children didn't have pan cards they didn't have unique tax ids so naturally it piqued the tax department's interest but it's basically a scheme that lets you send money abroad whether you have uh, your children who are studying abroad whether you're a student who's applied abroad and is going to study abroad so there's an education loan you avail and send money abroad you're traveling naturally uh the season is here you're traveling you need to send money abroad you need to pay vendors abroad and different purposes investing in the stock market it's a bigger economy india is spending more earning more so it's that right i wrap up on that note thanks ishan for joining me with all of this information thank you all for listening